This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. With Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays on the horizon, have you thought about trying to book a trip on points? Have you tried to do that with Air Miles, which is one of the more popular loyalty rewards programs? And making it all the more urgent, did you know that points that are five years old are set to expire on January the 1st with uh, points expiring every quarter as they hit the five-year mark from the time they were accumulated? So uh, here's what happens when you try to get through to air miles to book something. Due to higher than normal call volumes at this time, you may experience a longer than usual wait time for a customer care specialist. You can also visit us online 24-7 at airmiles.ca for information, to order cards, book flights, or to easily redeem for non-travel rewards. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause and would like to thank you in advance for your patience. (laughs) Okay, there are a couple of nose stretchers in there, one of them being uh, that this is some kind of exception due to higher than usual call volumes. Uh, These days, uh, that's what you're going to get. I did try calling myself to no avail. I uh, can't sit on the phone all day. Then I took their advice and I went to uh, the website to try to get a flight. Now, I have to say, uh, I've been a member of Air Moss a long time. Uh, I used to be able to book flights, no problem. Uh, So uh, not surprisingly, nothing uh, was available uh, when I wanted to travel. And uh, they offered me the option of paying cash for a flight. Uh, I ended up doing that, but not through their website, because I figure that if you do that, they're going to make some kind of commission. And uh, why should we let them make money for giving us bad service? And uh, I was really surprised because it only took me a few minutes to find a ticket and a very well-priced ticket. So um, I I don't know what's up with the air miles, but uh, all I can say and what a lot of other people are finding is that it's very hard to use them unless you go for those cash rewards. And this is making consumers angry. We want to hear uh, from you. There are a lot of consumers who are really annoyed. Have you tried to book anything with Air Miles? Have you given up? Uh, What do you make of this way of being treated after you've been a loyal customer. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740 or toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And right now joining me, I have Ellen Roseman, who is a Toronto Star uh, columnist and a consumer advocate. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Libby. And Jonathan Bishop, who is a research analyst with the Public Interest Advocacy Center. Welcome, Jonathan. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me on Fight Back. Okay. Thank you for being on Fight Back, Jonathan. Let's start with you. Why is this becoming such a big consumer issue? 
This is becoming a big consumer issue because uh, loyalty, uh, sorry, Air Miles has been in business for over 20 years. They have a devout, a devout following of a little over 10 million members. And this was a change that was instituted in late 2011 uh, with the five-year time stamp. However, the follow-up to that in terms of communication to the membership appears to uh, be in question. And as a result, members are finding out that these points are starting to expire very close to the deadline. Now we're within three months. And the bank rushes on, essentially. And this is unfortunate because redemption, uh, in PX research, we found that redemption represents the critical point in the relationship between a consumer and the provider. And if you have a positive experience, chances are you're going to continue to spend more and spend it more the coalition partners and retailers. But if you have a bad experience, chances are you may walk away from the program altogether. And that's an un- unfortunate instance for both the provider and for the customer. Well, uh, I've got to tell you, that's what I'm thinking of doing. Uh, my little Air Miles card said I've been a member since 1997. And uh, as I said, I used to be able to book uh, flights, no problem. Uh, I have an Air Miles credit card. Well, uh, I think that as soon as I get around to it, I'm going to get rid of that. Not worth it. Ellen, uh, you've um, had a little campaign going about this. Yes, I've been covering both Air Miles and Aeroplan, which is the rival uh, organization, used to be owned by Air Canada, but now it's traded on the stock exchange, and the parent company of Air Miles, Loyalty One, is traded on the stock exchange. And that, I think, is the reason why they're doing these kinds of expiry date policies. Aeroplan, as we know, backed down at the last minute because of customer protest. Uh, Air Miles says, oh, they're standing firm on it, and the other thing that they're uh, doing as well, besides the five-year uh, five expiry, is that they're not allowing any transfers from Dream Rewards to Cash Rewards. Now, a lot of people thought that they could use their reward points for discounts at Sobeys and, and Shell and so on. That's how it used to work. But along around the same time that they brought in the uh, five-year expiry, they brought in this policy of creating something new called Cash Rewards, and you had to opt in to be able to get cash rewards. A lot of people miss that altogether. Now they're stuck with the dream rewards and they're finding the merchandise or trips they can buy is absolutely scanty. So it really bothered me the way these loyalty plans were making these arbitrary decisions after the fact. And they were, you know, Air Miles is a huge program, 10 to 11 million customers. That's probably about a third of all adult Canadians belong to the plan. It's free to join. But then every time that you collect Air Miles at a participating retailer, you are probably paying a little bit extra because those retailers are buying the points from Air Miles, and that has to have something to do with their prices. And you are shifting your consumption toward these retailers. So you've earned those points, and now Air Miles comes along and says, we're making it very hard for you to use your points. And by the way, we announced this five years ago, we're not even going to talk to you about it. I mean, they were so slow off the mark, and the CEO actually admitted in the Globe and Mail this week that they, their communication strategy was horrible. And here it is, like two or three months before the deadline, people can't use their points, especially if they're dream rewards. A lot of their members are seniors. They joined up in 1992 when the program started. We didn't even have the Internet in 1992. They are not necessarily going online, checking into the website. They probably don't even know what, if they, what, what their password is, and then finding out about the change in rules. They rely on programs like this when they change the rules to communicate with them by letter. They don't do that anymore. They just have decided all they want are kind of more activist, um, 
active collectors who use the internet, who are watching carefully. So instead of 10 to 11 million members, I think they want to get down to maybe 2 or 3 million of very active members that they can market more successfully to. And the stock market is driving them that way because every time people don't use their points, Air Miles makes more money. They have a direct stake in people not using their miles because that increases their profits. Okay, well, here's a, a, a question that I have. As I said, uh, the, the, do, have they just hired fewer customer service people? Because, again, it used to be, and this is even before the internet, a pretty straightforward proposition. I, there was a number to call. There were people who actually answered the number. I have to say that I gave up a long time ago on trying to get a flight with Aeroplan, but mm-hmm. Air Miles was always fine. And um, now, I mean, for, forget it any which way. And it's even for, you know, again, I, I, it's it's not that easy to get flights at a good price in within Canada. And uh, so even for a flight where it was totally straightforward, there was obviously nothing available at Air Miles on on the thing. So did they just, did they fire a bunch of people? What, what happened there? Well, I, as far as I know, you have to book flights on, uh, on the call center. You can't book them online. Airplan now does a lot of booking online, which takes the pressure off. They got rid of the air, air email. No more email. There's only live chat. And people are saying the live chat is very backlogged as well. And to say higher than expected call volume, come on. They know that the miles are expiring in December and that people are going to be very anxious to use their miles, and a lot of them have to deal with the call center. They did not hire the staff that they should have. There were extra calls, but they could have hired more staff. It wasn't unexpected. That's the thing that really bugs me. They knew exactly what was going to happen, and they didn't staff up properly. And That's John, why I think that there's still a, a chance that the campaign might result in them extending the deadline or doing something to acknowledge that they, they basically mismanaged the expiry date. Um, yeah, Jonathan, is, is that what happened? I mean, by the way, I think you can book a flight online because I, I uh, tried to do that this morning and, and it came up saying we don't have a flight when you want to go, but, but there was a process there online. Jonathan, is this just a matter they didn't staff up or did they staff down? Uh, what do you think is going on in terms of their customer service? couldn't speculate on how, if they hired extra staff or not, but I can tell you that there is a precedent for this. Uh, as Ellen mentioned, Aeroplan went through the same process a number of years ago. Uh, there was, a, a, there was a, essentially a bank rush on Aeroplan points within the year of the initial expiry date, uh, and then Aeroplan backed down about six months before the initial deadline was to take place. In that instance, though, a number of Aeroplan points were used in that uh, build-up to the initial expiry date because people thought they were going to lose them. So the notion that Air Miles wasn't expecting an influx of a massive degree of Air Miles being expired is a little rich. A little, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, go to the phones. We've got Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Not bad. Yeah, I just recently had to, I wanted to book a trip, and uh, and I knew them. I had a pile of air miles expiring. So it was about a week and a half ago, I phoned. It took a, a wait for a long, long time, and then I had to have them call me back. They did, and the earliest appointment I could get is the 7th of next month, That's just t- for the discussion. <laughs> and anyway, but my view is this. Um, everybody's upset about it, and, and they're having a hard time getting through. And if enough people call the stores, like Shell Canada, Metro, 
the the users of the stores that use it and make a complaint and say, well, for example, I will make a complaint to Metro and I'll say, if you don't do something with these earmuffs, I'm going to do go to shop at a, that I get other points. For example, um, Loblaw stores. They're about the same price as Metro, and I would get some their their points aren't Loblaws. very good. The Loblaws points aren't very good, but uh, uh, but yeah, that you make a very good point. If enough, if enough people make a complaint and make them, you know, spend some money on wages and have somebody that answers calls instead of waiting. If enough people complain, they do not want to have the stores drop them. Right. And if the stores drop them, we will get our, we'll we'll cancel the thing instantly because it's not really right. A lot of my readers are saying that they're going to do that. They're going to boycott the Just a sec, just a sec, people, one at a time. Uh, Bob, I have to let you go. There's a lot of noise on your line, but thank you for that. Okay. Okay. the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. I'd like to know what you think of air miles. Do you have air miles? Have you tried to book a trip or anything else? Are you having trouble getting through? We just heard quite the horror story uh, from Bob. He was saying uh, he couldn't get through on the phone. He had to get a call back and now has to wait another uh, week just to get an appointment to talk about it. And uh, I believe Ellen was responding to that. Yes. um, Remember, the LCBO is one of their big uh, air miles um, partners. And um, Somebody wrote to me and said that they uh, sent a letter to not only the LCBO, but to Charles Souza, the Minister of Finance in Ontario, saying, why is Air Miles a partner with the LCBO, given their uh, customer service policies, and he's putting pressure on them to dissociate themselves from Air Miles. And that works well with Metro and uh, whoever else that you do business with. Let them know that you're dissatisfied, because if... Consumers are unhappy, that's one thing, but if the partners are unhappy, I think they have much more clout with the company. Okay, um, uh, that's a really good point. Um, let's go to Ross in Toronto. Hi, Ross. Yes. Air miles are almost favorite subject. Okay, please the, go ahead. The, the, I've been collecting, as most people have, I guess, for donkey's age, and I, I use them from time to time, and I have about 12,000 now, and uh, I go into the dream miles, like rewards for uh, merchandise and there's virtually nothing there yep six months ago there was like eight or ten televisions varying sizes now there's one maybe two uh same with uh mervish tickets for for the theater uh they always had some there and in the last two or three months there's been zero so the, the merchandise is just just not there but they make a big deal you if you don't have enough points or miles, rather, you can buy miles for 20 cents each. Not a good deal, because the, when you trade in your miles to get something, it has about a nine-cent value. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but, but uh, you know, it looks an awful lot, as, uh, uh, as has been suggested here, that they're doing this on purpose. They want to perhaps lose customers. I mean, they've got to know that this is going to lose customers when you're collecting points and you can't redeem them. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think it's the customers they're concerned with. They should be concerned with uh, losing the the sponsors. Metro, Shell, uh, LCBO, my almost favorite store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mine too. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's an excellent point. Um, We have to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more on this. I'm going to give the numbers out again, and uh, we're going to be talking more about air miles and this idea of putting the pressure on the sponsor on the partners rather than trying to uh, get them to respond to the actual consumers. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we will be back after this. Ross, thanks for your call. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Uh, We're talking about air miles and why so many people are peed off pardon my language, because there are a lot of air miles points. They're set to expire in January if you collected them more than five years ago. And if you're trying to redeem them, trying to get through, good luck with that, because it isn't going to happen. Um, Just today, I tried to get through, forget it. I tried to get a flight, forget it. I ended up paying cash for a flight, but I got a good price, so I'm not too unhappy. Uh, On the line here with Ellen Roseman, who is a consumer advocate and a Toronto Star writer, and Jonathan Bishop, research analyst with the Public Interest Advocacy Centre. And uh, two of our callers made the very good point, don't try to get air miles annoyed uh, because consumers are unhappy, but try to get them uh, to appeal directly to the partners, to the sponsors, and tell them that they're not happy. How did we get to this place where the consumer doesn't count? Who's taking that? Okay, I I think it's partly because... uh the, the, the environment has changed over the years. Uh, it used to be, you know, the whole idea is called a loyalty plan, which means that customer loyalty pays off. But in the meantime, these companies that administer the plans are now trading on a stock exchange. That means they're beholden to their shareholders. They're trying to increase their profits as much as possible. They uh, work oh, with Oh, Ellen, I think they always did that. Yeah, but I remember back data, when... Which is yeah. another thing. They collect data on your shopping patterns, and they sell it back to the retailers. So that's another way that they make money out of these programs. And so they don't really care about having lots and lots of collectors. In fact, they're tired of collectors that hold on to points for a long, long time, waiting for the wonderful time where they're going to take a trip, because many of them never take that trip. They want people who are active. In the, in the Globe yesterday, the CEO said, well, if you redeem more often, then you're more loyal to the program. So they want you constantly redeeming those points over and over again. And so they're really trying to trim down. I think they've decided to throw a good half or two-thirds of their collectors off the boat because they only want the active collectors who are going to do a lot of business with them. Uh, Jonathan, do you agree with that? To an extent, I, although I do think there's, there could have been a few more customer-friendly tactics employed in order to achieve that goal, uh, whether that be having an expiry date of 10 years so you get your passive collectors of air miles off the books, or whether it be an activity commitment so you have to either collect or redeem air miles once every two years, and if you don't, after a certain amount of time, then we just do away with your account, which is a popular tactic with other uh, loyalty programs. And another point, uh, Ellen's 
petition in regard to this transfer from one category to another, I think is a great idea. I'm not sure why Air Miles wouldn't consider making a marketing event to compete with, say, something like a Black Friday that's done by Amazon. You know, you could market it up, build it up, have a one-week window where you kind of you, you set the tone in the media rather than reacting to all this negative media publicity. Okay, let's uh, take a call from Bev in Mississauga. Hi, Bev. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. You're very yeah, well. I, I, just, I just experienced this uh, last week. I, I tried to book a flight, and, um, and I was pretty flexible on when I could go, and, and nothing was showing up as available. And I thought, okay, well, um, I'll try booking my rental car then. <laughs> and um, a message came up on the screen that said um, you had to, uh, or you can only book rental cars now um, online. And so I got into the chat. Uh, it took me about 20 minutes to get somebody to chat with me. And, and you know, very nice people, so I, I, I can't fault them. Um, but I was uh, advised that for a flight now, you have to book 10 to 11 months in advance. What? And car rental is at least a week in advance. So... So it's hard to use your points, even if you were, you know, you really are trying to now. Yeah, that's that's what we've been saying. <laughs> so. uh, Bev, thank you very much for your call. Uh, You're very welcome. I'm going to take uh, try to take one more call before we have to switch gears, and we've got Simon in Toronto. Hi, Simon. Good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Um, in my opinion, uh, companies in Canada have been uh, getting rid of customer service for years now. They play us for suckers, and if you compare Canadian businesses to the, the United States, uh, they treat us with respect. You go into a store or a place down in the States, uh, they rush up to you to help you. Here, they'll yawn. So I, I think we're passies as far as business are concerned, and I agree with the people who say phone the partners and tell the partners to get rid of air miles because you're going to take your business somewhere else. Okay, thank you for that, Simon. Uh, we're going to have to switch gears in a moment, but uh, before we go, uh, Ellen and John, is, is there anything that you think consumers can or should be doing uh, to, to take the uh, fight in that direction, uh, and that is to appeal to the partners to say, you know, this sucks? Uh, well, I started a petition uh, where I got over uh, about 1,100 signatures just saying that Air Miles should allow a one-time transfer from Dream Rewards to Cash Rewards. But there's another petition that I found online which actually says it's only got 125 signatures, but it does say let's put pressure on the partners. I think Air Miles has to hear from the disaffected consumers because they think it's a small amount, but from the kind of feedback I'm getting all month, it's a very large group. And often they feel kind of powerless. They're just like Canadians saying, oh, I won't use the card anymore. But that's not enough. I think you have to put pressure on companies when they're engaging in bad corporate behavior. Okay. Jonathan, final thought. Uh, I'd ask Air Miles subscribers to apply for an expiry statement to see exactly what they're dealing with. I'd also ask if they are going to contact their participating retailer in Air Miles, but they also send a letter to their MPP. Uh, the, one of the callers mentioned the, the association between Air Miles and the LCBO. Therefore, your provincial member of parliament has a potential role to play in this. And it'd be one other lever that can be applied in order to put pressure on policymakers to at least look at potentially regulating or potentially putting in guidelines for this type of activity going forward. I mean, it's the course, uh, it's part of the uh, 
class action lawsuit in Alberta that just was launched a couple of weeks ago. Yes. It's also a subject of two class action lawsuits going in Quebec in regard to Aeroplan and PharmaPri, and it's all centering around a very similar area of public policy. Okay. Uh, we have to wrap up this talk. I think we are going to revisit it and revisit it uh, pretty soon because I think we've touched a nerve. Uh, thanks to the callers for sharing your stories, and thanks to Ellen Roseman and Jonathan Bishop. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.